You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School, episode 146, Space Clearing for the Holidays. Welcome to episode 146 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach feng shui online at Mindful Design School. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com and be sure to sign up for our mailing list for special free workshops and opportunities to ask questions for upcoming podcast episodes. Hi, Laura. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I was just noting that I had a tooth extracted recently, so I feel like my lisp is getting worse, so I apologize. <laughs> I honestly, I can't, I can't tell. Okay. I was like, I don't hear it. We write our whole intro. So there's no S's in here. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, It's okay. It happens. Um, But uh, speaking of our mailing list, before we get started, maybe we should tell everyone about our new program, our new offering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we did this last year, a similar version of this. Every year we try and do something a little bit different to celebrate the change in the energy. So we are wrapping up the energy in 2021. And in according to feng shui and many Eastern energy practices, you will already start to feel that energy shifting. Because obviously it's not like you turn a light switch on and off. Things happen, you know, it's the fall, and then we're moving into winter, depending on your hemisphere, obviously. But the energy is changing. And so we like to celebrate that by creating an energy clearing package. So this year we made it a little bit different and we focused on decluttering, space clearing, and activating for 2020. And yeah, you can pick it up. Oh, and then we all we also added in. So not only are we going to talk about traditional space clearing for the space, and we're going to talk about an activation where you can go through and we're going to talk about decluttering, like basically area by area of the Bagua. We also have, like we did last year, we're doing the personal chi clearing, uh, which is live. So it's a combination of, you know, right when you get it, you get a whole bunch of stuff that you can do right away. And then we all meet on the Lunar New Year's Eve. We meet together as a big group and we do a personal chi clearing together. And it's really powerful and it's fun. And, and that's done live. And of course there's recording. So don't worry. Yes. And you can sign up at mindfuldesignschool.com. So we hope you'll join us for this special energy clearing package that we do every year. And it's so fun. So today for our podcast, we thought it would be great to chat about space clearing for the holidays. Since the holidays are coming up, I think it's important to think about space clearing because not only do we have people coming into our homes, sometimes we're going to visit family and working with that energy. But, you know, I think the main thing is like, how do we work with energies that are normally not around us? And we are put into different situations that can be really positive, but also really challenging during the holidays. So Feng Shui offers techniques, space clearing techniques to work with, like when you have people coming into your home or when you're going into other people's homes, or if like you're going to go stay with your family And also the objects that come into your spaces as well, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can think about space clearing um, and how it can help you for the holidays in different ways. You know, it's not maybe something you would traditionally think of that you would do during the holidays, but really when you think about the practices that you already do from your own traditions or just preparing your home, a lot of this, you know, you are in fact 
setting your home up to open it up, to prepare your space for the holidays for, you know, as Angie said, you know, like guests, um, family coming home, you know, whatever it is for you, but you're, there's an element of ritual preparation and that come out of a lot of our traditions as well. So for me, there's a lot of time prepping the space by clearing it so that I can open it up. I can create more space and it could be really on a mundane level, but even when you're working on a mundane level and it's physical space that ends up translating energetically. So for example, I will kind of shift and declutter my space uh, for the season. That's one thing, but then I'll also move. I actually move the furniture around. I open up spaces so I can allow it. So the seating is slightly different for people that are coming. And then of course I create space because of my traditions for, you know, Christmas tree or, you know, other items that I put on display for the holidays. So there's a real sense for me, I, you know, prep, it could also, you know, cooking, getting that organized, getting lists together. So that act of preparing and opening your space, I think is pretty powerful. It is a way of clearing or preparing the energy for what's to come. Yeah. And for me, this holiday season, I'm actually going to visit my family, which I haven't seen them since before the pandemic. So, so it's really nice that I'll be able to see them. So I'm going to go to Los Angeles. I used to go quite a bit and now I, um, I haven't been since for almost two years now. So it'll be mm-hmm. interesting, but I think for me, whenever I go home or whenever I travel in general, I always bring space space clearing things with me like Sage or Palo Santo, because you just never know what you're going to encounter. Because like, if you stay in a hotel room, you don't know who's been there before. You don't know what energies, what has happened, what has conspired in those spaces before you arrive. So I just always like Mm -hmm. to have like a fresh space. Yeah. And that sort of works in the kind of opposite way. You, You know, you're going to a new place where you don't know what that residual energy could be. And you just want to make sure that it's, you know, nice and clear. But the other thing is when you yourself, we would mention this at the beginning, you know, it is a time this year. I think a lot of us are bringing more and more people into our homes because we can. And I think there's going to be a lot more holiday parties, <laughs> not a big prediction. I'm sure I'm not the only one thinking this. And so, you know, they might not be epically large, but they'll definitely be gatherings where you're bringing people into your home and you have lots of different energy. Everyone is different. Everyone's got their own stuff that they bring. You know, you could even have guests, you know, who knows what's going on with them. And so it's nice and in, in, in feng shui, we sort of think of it as yang and yin energy. And there's some people that could bring in that more of that yin energy more than you would like to have in your home, but even actually yang energy, like because of all the activity and excitement and stuff, it can be a lot too. So, so using space clearing as a way to even that energy out and to harmonize the space is really important. And so for me, what I, you know, we'll, we're going to talk about different types of space clearing after, um, sort of after we get through this sort of why you need it. But, you know, I have my own ways of after people have gone, I obviously clean, but then there's some other, you know, things that I will do to make sure that I've settled the chi. Yeah. And just to summarize how space clearing can help during the holidays is that it can help to prepare and open the space to receive people and accommodate other people into your home. It can also be something that you use to 
adjust yourself to someone else's space that you're staying in. You can clear your space after you've had many guests in the home to kind of bring it back to your home. And again, sometimes you maybe are enjoying all that energy, especially since maybe you haven't seen your family in quite a bit or you haven't had any holiday gathering. You didn't have any holiday gatherings last year. Also in feng shui and BTB and and in the mindful design school, often space clearing is synonymous with blessing a space as well. So there's two sides of it. You think it's just about letting go or kind of transmuting something negative, but also it can bring in a blessing. It could offer positive intentions or fill the space with positive chi as well. And it's doing, it's actually doing both as at once. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing is that it can help to support family harmony, which is really important. I think during the holidays, it's, holidays can be a big trigger for some people and it can be a source of great joy as well. And just to begin to look at that and unpack it. This is all like what space clearing around the holidays can start to help unpack for you. Yeah. And you know, you don't have to sit there and think about, okay, well, why do I really want to do this space clearing? I mean, you can obviously set an intention for your space clearing, but I think, you know, we're going to give you some types of space clearing that we think suits the holidays, either what we do or really simple, easy things that kind of go with the the holidays as well. But just trusting that when you do this from a good place and you're just working with energy that, you know, all those things that we listed off, you know, that's what, that's what it's there for. So, you know, there might be an intention to bring more ease overall, you know, into your home for the the holidays. Yeah. So types of space clearing, Angie, do you have any that you like to do? So there are a few of my favorites. Like I always bring with me a couple of travel size bottles of my own space clearing sprays or mists that I create at the holistic spaces store. So I have one blend that's orange oil. So you can make this yourself, orange essential oil, like organic sweet orange essential oil with some vodka or gin mixed together and putting that into a small travel uh, safe, like appropriate, like under two and a half ounce spray bottle. And I always carry that with me. And I actually have like a little Palo Santo stick as well that I carry with me. However, you know, you're not, it's not always appropriate to burn something in someone's home or in a hotel room because you could set off some fire alarms or again, it's not always appropriate. So that's why I really love the orange oil and an orange is also super auspicious and feng shui. So the color and shape of oranges resonate with the feeling of gold coins in Chinese culture. And so it's a feeling of abundance and it's super young energy. It's like, it's like the orange is kind of like that big sun in the sky, clearing out any kind of difficult energy and just uplifting the space. So that's one of my favorites, but you can also bring in oranges, real oranges, Mm -hmm. like gifting oranges to your host or bringing them into your home, fresh oranges and just peeling the orange is so invigorating. So it can contribute to feelings of abundance, lifting your spirit, making you more happy and also cleansing the space. Yeah. Oranges are great. Just, I mean, for me, 
growing up, oranges were a big part of Christmas time and of, you know, the holidays, just having oranges on the counter in a big bowl and people would just eat them because it's just what we do. And so just the act of peeling them, as you mentioned, is, is going to bring that scent in, but you could have that bowl of oranges in your kitchen and just set the intention that yes, you want it to nourish your family and clear and everything, but also just having that abundant bowl and making sure you're using it and refilling it over the holidays is really super simple. And I always do that. Well, and the little feng shui pro tip is to use the number nine, having nine fresh oranges. So nine is the most auspicious number in feng shui. And it is the number of completion. It's the last number, single digit number. So that's the number that we use all the time in B2B. So having nine and being mindful and always keeping nine, don't get crazy about it, but like <laughs> make it something that's really joyful and fun and mindful, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, and yeah. also, could you share the way that you like to do oranges that you had in your book? Oh, my orange peels, how I use my orange peel, like clearing. Yeah. in the pots. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause that is super festive, if you will. Yeah. It's really just using the scent of uh, oranges, boiling them on the stove. It combines also the act of using your stove, which is the symbol of wealth and feng shui. So I just simply, you know, take them, peel them, boil them, add cinnamon sticks, clove, all those things, you know, it's almost like you're making a mulled wine, but really what you're doing is you're just having that on a low boil and the scent goes through the entire home. So that is a way to, it's like a natural way to clear and bring scent into the home without necessarily using, because sometimes for some people, essential oils, they are, they can be quite intense and they should always be used, you know, watering them down or using them. Some are, are less intense than others. So I just like that. It's just a really simple way to bring that scent in. Yeah. very. And I like that it uses the stove too. Oh, right. Cause the stove mm-hmm. represents abundance. It represents the finances of the home. It represents how you nourish yourself. And it's one of the most important areas to look at in terms of like how you feel abundant in the world. So what are other kinds of things that you do for space clearing around the holidays? So ones that I think work really well with the time of year is bringing in wood element scents. So smells and aromas that connect with the wood element, cedar, you know, pine, rosemary in a way, rosemary is, is also an evergreen. And those three are I mean, they're trees, obviously, but you can do it by bringing in. And remember, we were talking a little bit about family harmony. Well, the wood element is really about, you know, having that compassion, that flexibility. You know, it's also associated with family in the in one of the particular guas. So there's a connection using that wood element, that growth, that greenery to sort of soften the energy overall. But wood chi is really invigorating. Like it's really, it's growing. So it does have that ability to sort of combat any yin, any of that kind of yin chi that we were talking about. So for me, I like to bring in the scents, those scents, especially pine and cedar. I choose to bring them in naturally. You can obviously use candles. I would be mindful of the kind of candles you're using just so that there's that it's actually scented naturally and that the candle's natural because you don't want all that, I don't know, gross, toxic, burning stuff. But I choose to bring it in naturally. I bring in lots of boughs. I, again, I live in the country. And so I am able to go out and source these things on my friend's properties or 
locally and going around, my friend and I, each year we make bows and we make wreaths and everything. So for me, it's part of my tradition to prepare my home. And I end up naturally bringing them in, which I think is the best way, but you can absolutely bring them in through like essential oils or candles. Again, just being careful that those aren't going to be too intense for you. That's why bringing in actual boughs and actual pieces of, and they go like it works with the season. So that's why I do it. You couldn't, it's then that's the beauty of doing it the holidays. You can't really have giant boughs of pine in your house all the time. Right. And it just works. No, and actually um, in Asian culture, for instance, I study Ikebana Japanese flower arranging, which comes from China. So, and, and pine is one of the materials that you use in the winter. And it is considered one of the noble kind of materials that you can use because it's evergreen. So I love this spin on wood element for this time, this holiday time, this winter time that we're moving into in the Northern hemisphere, because an evergreen is always green. So it represents long life. It represents steadfastness. And it's a reminder that even in the co- on the coldest of winter days, that there is still life and that you can survive. Like there's hope for the spring to come and for the seasons to continually change. So it's a really powerful metaphor and symbolism to bring in pine. And it doesn't just have to be like in the Western way through boughs and, and wreaths, but you can also bring it into your flower arrangements or just even having like a little piece on your desk that you hold with you. So I, mm-hmm. I love that. By the way, are you going to wear your hat on for the podcast? For the podcast? <laughs> I see your hat. I think right you can see it in the back there. The one I made again, when like, because I live in the country and I went and I added all this like stuff to my, so we're talking about my witch hat that I have. It's no longer Halloween, but it doesn't matter because I'm always got my witch hat there. Do you see it there? It's got like grapevines on it around the, around it. And then moss and little things. It actually looks pretty cool. I will make sure that I get pictures out of that, but um, for the podcast fans, we record all of these on zoom to, or not, sorry, we record the videos on on zoom. And so you can see them on YouTube. So you can see Laura's witch hat. Oh, there's also butterfly. Mm -hmm. Butterfly season. Is that right? Right. For the season. But they're like black butterflies. Okay, they're like sorry, they're spooky. They're spooky. Oh, look, you can't really see it, but there's like a little spider too. So anyway, yeah, that's what I made for when I was being the wood, my, the wood witch that I was, wow. that I did. So, oh, and look, nice. there's, there's my, it's <laughs> my little crow. <laughs> he goes on the end of my broomstick. Anyway. Um, okay. So back to holidays, yes. festive holidays. One more way, just super simple to space clear, really, really kind of a no brainer is to sweep and clean, which we would naturally do. But I think we don't really fully, fully appreciate how powerful it is to sweep and sweeping is actually brooms and sweeping are actually, um, you know, they connect a lot in many cultures And the idea of changing the energy and being able to move energy out, sweeping bad luck, you know, depending on your, you know, the tradition you're talking about. So yes, the act of of sweeping has the effect of cleaning, but also if you really think about it as moving energy and removing, you know, what, what does not serve you anymore out that front door or out the back door, 
so that you can then, you know, then you can do, if you wanted to add your scents or do your oranges and everything. I just like the idea of sweeping as sort of setting the kind of getting you a baseline of removing any stagnant sheet. Yeah. It's kind of like creating space to bring in something new. So you're kind of energetically letting go and creating a little vacuum for the universe to bring in something beautiful is a new opportunity for, for shifts and changes and bring some, um, movement into your space and if it's feeling stagnant so yeah three types of space clearings that would be very appropriate for the holiday Mm -hmm. time especially here in the northern hemisphere where we're welcoming winter oranges and orange peels wood elements scents especially focusing on evergreens and looking at the symbolism of that and then also to simply sweep to move the chi around to let go and kind of shift the energy to invite in new opportunities and doing that with mindfulness yeah good good recap thank you so thank you so much for listening to this episode of the holistic spaces podcast you can tune in every monday for a new podcast episode and if you like our podcast in this episode please share it with others you can subscribe or leave a review if you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level you can visit our website and go to mindfuldesignschool.com you can support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses there as well at mindfuldesignschool.com thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week